Money Talk with James Ross. It's coming up to seven minutes to nine o'clock. Uh, and it's time for our view from mainland China. And let's welcome Ben Cavender, uh, Managing Director at the China Market Research Group in Shanghai. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to have you on the show. I guess there's a lot of talk at the moment about uh, a China recovery or not. Um, Starbucks, Disney, MGM Resorts and Procter & Gamble among the companies that have reported a boost to their China sales. But companies still waiting to see if the same uh, recovery in uh, travel happens. Uh, Bloomberg reporting that key data out this week may suggest that China's recovery is doing better than it actually is. What's your view on that? I think, honestly, you know, when you talk across sectors here uh, in the economy, the, the sense I get is the recovery is still extremely uneven. Um, you do have pockets of, of life happening right now. Certainly, if you look at F&B, if you look at some of the travel numbers, things are starting to look quite a bit better than they have last year or recently. But when you start looking sort of more closely at overall consumer confidence, the reality right now is that consumers are still extremely cautious about the direction the economy is going in. For example, if you look at the real estate market, uh, really real estate sales, frankly speaking, have been quite anemic. We haven't seen the bounce back that I think maybe the government was hoping for. Uh, and when you look at inflation numbers as well, as well being as low as they are, the reality is that consumers are still being very, very careful about what they open their wallets for and are still sort of taking a wait-and-see approach this year in terms of how they spend. What do you see on the streets? What's the, what's the feeling? What's the vibe amongst consumers out there, would you say, at the moment, Ben? So I think on the good side, it's very clear that consumer traffic is up in the sense that if you walk into a given mall, there are a lot more people there. The issue, though, is primarily what's happening right now is you're seeing people going out to catch up with friends or family and dining. So that's been a boon for an F&B industry that just got absolutely crushed here during COVID. But when you look at apparel sales, for example, and put traffic into a lot of name brand stores, it's still far below what it was pre-pandemic. And even if you do have people going in and window shopping, once you start speaking with sales staff, the reality is that they're not seeing the same kind of basket sizes they've seen in the past. And they're seeing a lot of consumers browsing, but ultimately choosing not to purchase. And so I think that's where the challenge is. Overall, clearly signs of life. People are you know, getting back out there. Mask wearing has, has you know, dropped significantly day by day, week by week here. Um, but the spending is just not really happening yet. Savings are people, you know, putting their money in the banks and just leaving it there. Is that what it is? Waiting for for that next rainy day? I think that's that's part of it. You know, I think a lot of people tapped into savings uh, through the the lockdowns and are sort of feeling like they need to to rebuild their war chest a little bit right now. Mm. But then there's an additional issue, which is that in a lot of sectors, people have had wages slashed or have been laid off, and so. Um, it's not so much that they're able to actually put money away. It's that they, they don't have as much uh, disposable income as they've had in the past, maybe, and they just can't allocate it to some of these fun purchases that have really been what have been driving the economy uh, in the past. Give us a feel, Ben, for the the feeling on the streets at the moment. I mean, uh, you mentioned mask wearing. Uh, you know, Hong Kong, there's still uh, a fair proportion of people that do wear masks, particularly on public transport. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's a, a quarter or a third of, uh, of people out there. Um, it's a year since the lockdowns in Shanghai. You know, is you know, is there a feeling that, that COVID is over and people are positive? You know, you mentioned the mask wearing. Is it just a few people or, you know, is it still fairly endemic? It's it's still certainly more significant, I think, than it is in Hong Kong. If you look at public transportation, it was only recently that they dropped the requirement for people to wear masks on public transport. So it's still probably is over 50 percent. 
but it's a noticeable decline every week. So I think there's a sense that COVID is over or that COVID is not that big a deal. I think the only fly in that ointment is we are seeing a little bit of a second wave right now. And I, I can say just, you know, within the group of people that I know in Shanghai and within consumers that we interview, um, you know, a fair proportion who maybe didn't get COVID the first time around have gotten COVID in the last week or two. Um, but I think everybody's much more relaxed now. There isn't the feeling that the system is overloaded. There isn't the same feeling that it's a serious disease that people need to be as scared of. So all of that points to things still really moving towards more of an opening up attitude. Uh, manufacturing still seems to be a bit of a, a focus. Uh, we hear the story that uh, mainland smartphone maker Oppo is shutting its chip design unit. Uh, that seems to be due to lack of demand. Shipments of smartphones are down. Uh, is that something that's reflected across the manufacturing sector, would you say, at the moment, Ben? I, I don't think it's entirely sector-wide. I think certainly when you start looking at sort of high-value products like smartphones or automobiles, there's been a lot of sort of consolidation within the industry because it's been quite a bit harder to get consumers to open up their wallets and spend. And so any brands that are seen as being laggards have really been put under a lot of pressure. And I think Oppo is an example of that. Um, more broadly, I think it really it really is kind of a mixed bag, but I will say that, that, that manufacturing is not great. When you talk to a lot of factory owners that maybe sort of saw a, a strong increase in the first quarter of the year, that was primarily them catching up to orders that had been placed by overseas buyers or domestic buyers last year that maybe didn't get filled because of COVID. And now that they've caught up on that work, they're realizing future orders are maybe not as strong as they would like. And I think you're seeing that weakness now. And that's also why there's a little bit of a question about employment as well, because a lot of those factory owners are maybe cutting their workforce a little bit or maybe cutting pay because they just they don't have the work and they're, they're trying to maintain break-even status right now. So that kind of trimming is going to go on for a little while yet? Yes, I think so. I think we're, we're not out of the woods there unless there's some kind of magical global economy turnaround, which I, I don't see happening in the next quarter. Um, I don't think you're going to see those order books fill up the way these factories need. Ben Cavender is uh, Managing Director at the China Market Research Group in Shanghai. Thanks very much, Ben, for being on the show.